WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. Always live on the free Odyssey app. From the Sherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Live and local from Philadelphia. Free speech lives here. Here. It's Kale and Company on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Live on this Friday, January 26th, it is indeed Kale and Company, right here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We are always live on the free Odyssey app, and of course, streaming live for your video viewing pleasure on YouTube. As we head until 10 o'clock this morning, 855-839-1210, the phone number, on social media at 1210WPHT. I am at Nick Kale, K-A-Y-A-L. Don Stenslin with the news. Greg Stocker is the chairman of the board. Phil Omquist, Anthony Dorenzo, our associate producers. We've made it to the weekend. Woohoo! Let's have some fun this morning. Don, how are you? Doing great. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Gregory? All right. Um, uh-uh. Hypothetical question. Is, uh, is all, your, all, all your computers still broke? First of all, no, it's back. This is a way too tight shot here. Can we zoom back or zoom? It's. It, it, I, I do not like this. It's 601, it's way too early for a tight shot like this. Hey, so what would you rather have? Yeah. 60 degrees and gloomy, rainy, foggy, or 30 degrees, sunny? Wow. Um, 60. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, The te- I, I start with the temperature. No. Give, no, give me sun any day of the week. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I want... Once- We'll tell you when you're gonna get it. <laughs> I want see. I'm teeing you up, Don. I want sun more than anything. I don't care the temperature. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're let's get a. Um, here comes the sun. <laughs> let's do a welfare check here on Stalker. Computers are working. Yeah. Camera's too tight on the face. Way too tight on the face. And he wants thirty and sunny as opposed to sixty and gloomy. I'd rather have thirty and sunny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, at least we know where you stand. Thank you. There's the Greg Stalker big take of the morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of big takes, we have a big take this morning that will feature Sherelle Parker, Ooh. Vivek Ramaswamy, and Al Bundy. Wow. You're, you're not going to get that anywhere else No, in talk radio. Yeah. Probably for, for, for good, good reason. For, 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 for good, <laughs> probably for good reasons. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, also, the RNC has came out and said, you know what, Nikki, just go home. But she says, don't tell me what to do. And Trump says, I don't need it. I don't want it. We'll get to that as we continue this morning. Also, Vince McMahon. I don't know if people saw this story from the Wall Street Journal. I did. Oh, my goodness. Somehow I knew you would find that story. I mean, innocent until proven guilty, but it's not looking good for Mr. He, McMahon. But he just needs to step away. Like, like be be gone already. You know what I mean? Like, let, let the kids and... Jeez. Triple H take over and just be yeah, done with it. Yeah. And you know what? Not for nothing, but if if you're allegedly going to name <clears throat> sex toys after famous WWE wrestlers, yeah, yeah, and then allegedly abuse a younger gal. Oh my God! You're you're cooked. Yeah, you cooked is, is, is a great <laughs> way to characterize it. You're right. Um, I mean, I mean, I had a sex toy once named after the Ultimate Warrior, but you know, it's just. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, also, the Super Bowl obviously is trying to enrage football fans. 
And speaking of the Super Bowl, Bud Light will make one more last-ditch comeback effort. We will get to that as we continue this morning. And a lot of other good stories. A loaded cut sheet and all sorts of goodies on a Friday. And then, you know, right around 9.04, all hell's going to break loose. Because that's what happens in the fourth hour on a Friday on this program. People start to act weird. Most notably, yours truly. All right, let's get to the news, though. We have a lot of it. 6.04, round number one, the great Don Stensland. And let's get to it this Friday morning, January 26th. We are at 48 degrees, and some of you, yes, will feel 60 degrees. The high officially for the entire region, 58 degrees. So I'll tell you when the sun will come out, which I know Greg Stocker wants greatly. So a man is hospitalized this morning in critical condition after police say gunfire erupted during what appears to be some kind of a road rage incident. This happened yesterday afternoon, Juniata Park section of Philadelphia, 3600 block of North G Street. So police say there was some kind of a dispute between these two drivers, a 19-year-old driver of a Honda and the 38-year-old driver of a gray Ford. They say the driver of the Honda sedan points a gun at the Ford driver, points the gun. The Ford driver pulls out his bigger gun and opens fire. The Honda driver was shot in the head, chest, arm, and neck, and he then left the area. He, he tried, I guess, to drive to the hospital, but ultimately he was taken to the hospital and he's in critical condition, according to Philadelphia police. So uh, the 19-year-old is the one who's hospitalized. And uh, he's also being held as a prisoner because uh, he's also listed as critical, but is expected to survive. A gun was recovered from the Honda, the driver of that Ford not injured. He remained on the scene, is cooperating with police, does not have a valid permit to carry, no charges filed here. Wow. So they're trying to figure this whole thing out. But uh, in the city of Philadelphia, this is why I always say, if somebody's driving, seriously, if somebody's driving erratically, I do not honk my horn at them. If I can, I'll pull over and let them pass me. Just let them go by. Just discretion is the better part of valor. Give them five seconds, let them pass you, and get back to your day. Oh, my goodness. I agree. So we do have some new information about this escaped accused murderer um, who is not a convicted killer but is an accused murderer who was set for trial to be tried as an adult. So we have an update. First of all, we had told you there's a $5,000 reward being offered for this escaped teen murder suspect. As the search continues, he is considered dangerous. But now, now authorities say that uh, they picked up a, a, they picked up a man who they believe assisted this teenager. So it looks like the teenager gets away. He's in custody but not in cuffs. He's identified as 17-year-old Shane Pryor. He apparently gets away from those those two um, people who were assisting him from the Ju- Juvenile Justice Service Center, the staffers. He had injured his hand. They were taking him to CHOP, and in that hospital, he's not cuffed or anything of that nature. He runs away. He gets away from them. They knew he had some help. Well, now they're learning that he actually went up to the help desk. It's believed he was going up to people or even inside CHOP saying, hey, can I use your phone? Ultimately, somebody let him use their phone, and he called somebody to come and get him and help him out. So, I know, you can't make this. <laughs> I've escaped uh, juvenile detention services, and I'm, I'm charged with murder. By the way, can I use your phone real quick? Yeah. Oh, Excuse man. me, can I use your phone? So uh, so they're questioning this individual who they say assisted him, 
And there were two different vehicles they were looking for. They've impounded one. Ultimately, U.S. Marshals helping out Philadelphia police. And they're, they're saying Shane Pryor is a dangerous, desperate individual and will use every available resource to bring, they're going to use every available resource to bring him back into custody. This is an active investigation. They believe he's desperate. They believe he's dangerous. They can't say that enough. 866-865-TIPS is the number to call. So we want to put that out there. The irony of the last name as well, Pryor. I know. He's got Pryors. Yeah. Charged with um, murdering murdering a woman, uh, you know, in Philadelphia when he was 14, as well as other gun charges, multiple other charges. I'll, I'll just put on your radar this a, a couple of other stories. And I know that the story of the um, uh, Tony Luke's, which is a beloved restaurant here, obviously, in Philadelphia. And so we do have a sentencing here, and this has to do with tax evasion. So it's the original Tony Luke's founder, um, the founder of Philadelphia Cheesesteak Shop, Tony Luke's, and his son, his son, I should say, is sentenced for tax fraud. So Anthony uh, Lucidonio Sr., who's 84, his son Nicholas, 57, both charged with conspiracy to defraud the IRS and pay out in cash. This is a big cash business, and that's where they got into trouble, according to the authorities. And so uh, the founder of the original Tony Luke's, 84 years old, sentenced, as well as as Nick, his other son, conspiracy to defraud the IRS. They're both going to serve 20 months, uh, well over, you know, 20 months after admitting they cheated on their payroll and personal income taxes for years, hiding more than $8 million in sales. And this went on, according to the authorities, from 2006 to 2016. Wow. So $8 million just uh, underneath your pillow. Keep it from Uncle Sam. Maybe any gold bars? I don't know. Any gold bars in the closet? Yeah. Now, in this case, to your point, alluding to gold bar, Bob, (laughs) I I did see a lot of people alluding to, for example, the president's son, Hunter Biden, who's accused uh-huh. of tax evasion and that sort of thing. Yep. And and so ultimately, they say that it's a sad situation. These were six very, I mean, this is a hugely successful yeah, restaurant. And they said that, unfortunately, they were cheating the government, yep. cheating honest taxpayers in this cash um, scheme. And so ultimately, boom, they're yep. going. Yep. Greedy and stupid. 20 months. No need for it. Made a nice life. So uh, we have that going on. The final story I'm just going to tell you about is this story that's making headlines. Alabama has executed a man with nitrogen gas. It's the first cool. time in the history of the country Roll time. this new method has been used. Wow. Governor Kay Ivey saying the execution was justice yeah. for the murder-for-hire killing of 45-year-old Elizabeth Sennett, preacher's wife. She was stabbed to death. In 1988, a brutal stabbing in which she suffered. 1988, so, and she's and he's just being put to death now. Yes, 36 years later. Yeah. Wow, man. Yeah, it takes a long time. You know, maybe if there was a death penalty like that here, just saying. Yeah, you're all for it. Absolutely. Yeah. Same here. <laughs> the, the I will look at the appeals. To your point, 36 years. So the average death penalty case. The appeals process causes, mm-hmm. on average, $1 million. Yep. This case, because it became high profile and it went all the way to the Supreme Court, well over a $1 million, certainly. Yeah. And so the taxpayers ultimately pay that. Does it say what his last meal was? It's a great question. He, that, I mean, that's what a lot of people always yeah. wonder. Like, what's yeah, the I, last meal going to be? I love Waffle House. 
I do. That's my dirty secret pleasure. I love Waffle I do that, love Waffle House. It was Waffle, Ho- Waffle House. And then they said he didn't finish his final meal of Waffle House. How do you like your grits? Regular, creamy, or al dente? <laughs> because, uh, so he only ate half of the Waffle House because yeah. he was afraid that right. he would vomit in the gas mask and choke to death. Well, well. I'll tell you what, if I'm getting put down, I'm not worried about choking and, uh, and vomiting. You know, you know, they do say that, you know, once once your time is up, you you release everything. Oh, I know. If, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Without being too graphic here on the radio yeah. at 6, 12 in the morning. Yeah, you lose all your uh, bodily mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I know we have a lot to talk about. I will. <laughs> Don moves right nice, around. Wow. Nice pivot. So, so how does the nitrogen stuff work? It's a gas mask, right? They put on a one size fits all mask yeah. over his head, face. Cool. Right. And so they administer the gas. Now, this guy, they tried to execute him by lethal injection. They botched it <laughs> and the last time around and literally tipped the table so they were trying to find the vein they couldn't find the vein what a disaster. i know i would just be sitting there like would you just get this over with <laughs> this is you know it's an example of the government they can't i mean you can't get anything right yeah. you know what i mean it's like right it's a it's a horrible but yes online a lot of people saying they're focusing on this guy showing his picture i didn't say his name we didn't say his name on purpose mm-hmm. and said the victim's name because she was a mom her son spoke out tearfully and and just said, you know, they my should, mom was murdered, and we did right. we forget we gave forgave everyone. We just want peace. They this should, was a forty five year old mom murdered. They should let the loved ones um, kind of. Uh, they should stand him up like in a in a line and and just have them like you know shoot. Okay. You shoot his legs. This is a you crazy. shoot his arm. The soccer firing squad. You shoot his you know junk. Oh, Gregory. It's Greg, awesome. And then, Greg is in this grumpy wow. mood. And then finally, <laughs> finally. Greg's, Greg's on one today, folks. The, the, whatever, you know, whoever was affected the most by this, you get the kill shot to the head. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, DeSantis is apparently looking at the nitrogen, uh, what did you say, Don? Nitrogen oxide? Yeah, nitrogen right? gas? Nitrogen yeah. gas. Yeah. Nitrogen <laughs> oxide is something else. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're considering nitrogen gas as well, but they're also going to give you AirPods to listen to Taylor Swift before they take you out. Because as we know... <laughs> Florida is where woke it does. goes to yeah, die. It does. Oh my God. <laughs> and I, will, I know we're going to talk about this one, but the closing arguments are set to begin this morning in the alleged defamation case against Donald J. Trump. He, the former president, did take the stand. He was allowed to give yes or no answers by the judge. I know we'll have a lot to say about this, but in this case, he was very limited by the judge. And when he tried to explain himself, uh, the judge was trying to shut him down, telling the jury, don't consider anything else he said except yes or no. So Trump took the stand three minutes in his own. He was only allowed three minutes in his own defense. 180 seconds for the former president. Mm. I just don't understand. I, I always thought that you were allowed to have your day in court. And so that was, to me, I know this will be a appeal. This whole thing, all of these cases. It was cases, tried already, though. Like, the trial is over. This is just damages. Yeah, I'm assuming the judge doesn't want him up there bloviating, giving like yeah, long-winded he, speeches. That's my guess but, but from the But you judge. can answer more than, you should be able, in my opinion, to answer more than yes or no. I mean, I've always thought, you know, you're being sued. These are horrible, serious allegations. And yeah, you're you are being sued for damages in a case. I I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just, to me, I think if you take the stand and somebody's claiming that you know you did something to them, and you don't remember, but I, okay, I'm the victim. I don't remember 
which year this happened. I don't remember the month, the day. We get it, Dawn. You don't believe her. We get it. And I want to believe, and I've covered a ton of these stories, and I want to believe every woman who says this. Mm. And to me, yeah, Yeah, I don't. No, I do. I don't. I just want to look at the facts. No, I do. Exactly. Look at the facts in every case. Where the where's the tangible evidence here? There's zero. By the way, I'm not saying he did well, that this. Points, I, that point's valid. I'm not saying he did this. In fact, I'm leaning to the fact that he didn't. But a, but a jury found him guilty, so it, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like a jury of his peers. That's how we. That's how we do things. Well, they, right? it's not real guilt in the sense that it's a civil case. Yeah, the preponderance of evidence. So is lower. the the important thing about the other jury was a different jury. So the important piece of this that we should emphasize it was a different jury. A, B, they did not. In fact, there were three issues. On the on the strictest one, they actually could have ruled that they believed her that she was physically raped on that higher charge. They 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 said no. They did not believe that. They went to the lesser. And even Judge Kaplan went way out of his way in this case because this is all going to be appealed to explain. Well, basically he but 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 no, they did not go for all of it. They did not believe because they knew in their hearts that there was not tangible evidence of this yeah i mean come on you don't know what year it happened you don't know what month it happened really <laughs> jesus christ I'm just, I know. I'm just letting you have your moment he triggered me he okay you want to trigger me go ahead he did he, <laughs> mom he did it he did it um so real quick here the forecast i know we're, we're in a dark mood this friday morning and there is a thick dense fog advisory out there only about a quarter mile uh, that you can see out on the roadway, so p- very poor vi- visibility. Some showers around during the morning. Otherwise, we'll have clouds with Greg Stocker, just for you, some peaks of sun this afternoon. And so um, we're going to see a wide range of temperatures, but we will see to the north and 60s to the south here in the city. We're looking about 58 degrees. So some of you will see 60 today, a very spring-like warm day. Now, Saturday, I've been saying for a couple days now, Saturday is definitely the best day of the week. We're going to have sun. There will be some clouds, but the sun will be out and make a presence just for Greg Stocker. It's a quiet, dry day. Rain holding off until nighttime tomorrow night with a high of 55 degrees. So just a lovely day to get out and about, get some exercise. Sunday, high of just 43 degrees. Unfortunately, another round of rain this is Kalen Company News Live. All right, Don, thank you very much. 618 as we wrap up the week with one more big take. The big take on Kalen Company. And the big take this morning is brought to you by Holland Floor covering the big take, the fight against being white. That's right. In the year 2024, you know, we live in a world of the biggest Democrat double standard you can possibly imagine. Democrats, the left wing, mainstream media, academia, and other institutions hijacked by progressive ideology. And they love to spew rhetoric and jargon about oppression, racism, diversity, equity, and inclusion, while simultaneously being the biggest hypocrites known to man. I'll never forget one of my favorite episodes of Married with Children when Al Bundy sought the wisdom and advice of Ironhead Haynes and how the common man can fight back against political correctness. Listen and watch this. I have come from Ironhead Haynes. <laughs> With words for hardworking people who don't give a rat's ass about political correctness. <laughs> Rule number one. 
It's okay to call Hooters knockers and sometimes snack trays. <laughs> Rule two, it is wrong to be French. <laughs> Quite the funny comment. It is wrong to be French. Of course, that's TV, fiction, and entertainment. But the left is telling America on a daily basis at so many different levels that it is inherently wrong to be white. It is happening here in the city of Philadelphia. It is happening in law school in the state of Wisconsin. I'll explain both in a moment. But I do want to revisit part of Vivek Ramaswamy's seven common truths that he repeatedly shared during his presidential campaign. Listen and watch part of this. I was born in 1985, and I grew up into a generation where we were taught to celebrate our diversity and our differences so much that we forgot all of the ways we are really just the same as Americans, bound by a common set of ideals that set this nation into motion in 1776. And this is our moment to revive those common ideals. God is real. There are two genders. Fossil fuels are a requirement for human prosperity. Reverse racism is racism. And I believe that message resonates with millions of Americans. Reverse racism is racism. Heck, you don't even need to qualify it as reverse racism. It's flat-out racism. And we briefly touched on this local story yesterday during the Cut Sheet segment, but I want to spend just a little bit more time on it now. Here's a clip from Fox 29 locally here in Philadelphia with Sherelle Parker and co. Listen and watch this. At City Hall, Councilmember Curtis Jones handed over the blueprint for a safer Philadelphia to incoming Mayor Sherelle Parker. We know we can use this to develop what we're going to refer to as our action plan. Jones chairs the Committee on Public Safety and says in September, more than 140 stakeholders from the community developed public safety recommendations during a crime summit at St. Joseph's University. Not to point fingers at each other, but to point fingers at solutions. The blueprint has over 100 recommendations in education, poverty, health, and beyond. If you actually look at the pamphlet that was handed out, Philadelphia city leaders unveiled a new policy framework, the blueprint for a safer Philadelphia, with an entire section dedicated to fighting institutional white racism. According to the plan, the crime rate will actually go down when there are less white teachers in Philadelphia and every teacher takes diversity, equity, and inclusion training. The honeymoon with Sherelle Parker is over for me. January 26th, 2024, you're officially on the clock. It's time to keep record of what she says versus what she actually does. And if you want a blueprint for a safer Philadelphia, how about we end the failed experiment of letting criminals dictate how they should be treated in the criminal justice system? This criminal justice reform that started three and a half years ago has turned Philadelphia into a glorified hellhole. Safer Philadelphia? How about this? We arrest the bad guys, we prosecute them to the fullest extent of the law, and then we throw them in prison. I know it's a wild concept, I get that, but it's just so crazy that it might work. This notion that white people are to blame is racist and dangerous. We need to stop making excuses for adults and those not deemed competent to stand trial for their actions to take responsibility and personal accountability 
for their crimes against humanity and society. Enough of the victimhood, uh, victimhood culture. Sherelle Parker was supposed to be right of Jim Kenny, and maybe she is, and we'll see that in time. But as part of this action plan presented by Curtis Jones Jr., it makes me think she's the equivalent of Brandon Johnson in Chicago, who took over for lightweight in the Windy City. But time will tell. Now we head to Wisconsin, where first-year students at the University of Wisconsin Law School are being taught, quote, there are no exceptional white people. That's correct. When I went to law school for all of three months in Nashville, first-year students took criminal law, contracts, torts, and legal research and writing. But in Wisconsin, first-year students are being put through mandatory race re-education, a mandatory seminar that told them there are, quote, no exceptional white people, and that, quote, white people collude together to commit genocidal attacks. Here's an excerpt of what actually transpired. The students were lectured in the seminar by Joey Oteng, who is officially the Dean's Fellow of Inclusive Excellence at Ohio State University Moritz College of Law. Oteng also refers to himself as a, quote, social justice educator, Ph.D. student, lawyer, blogger, and educational consultant on his Instagram. Students were given literature to prepare them for the lecture, which included the document 28 Common Racist Attitudes and Behaviors, and each type of racist attitude listed was followed by a reality check and an alleged consequence of that attitude. I kid you not. For example, being colorblind, according to the material, actually means a person is afraid to discuss racism. First of all, what in the world is the Dean's Fellow of Inclusive Excellence? Sounds like another made-up title to justify a waste of a salary. But imagine going to law school at 22 or 24 or 35 years old, spending, because I looked, $36,000 a year to position yourself at Wisconsin so that you can go into civil law, family law, corporate law, or criminal law, only to be told you're racist. Because that's exactly what is going on here. Now, of course, Tom Evers is the governor of Wisconsin, a Democrat, so nothing will change. But it's a shame that a Republican isn't in control because they would and should strip that state funding for that law school. Further details, though. According to The Federalist, a source who attended the session said parts of it felt like a confessional rather than a seminar. The unnamed attendee said that students were asked to provide possible slurs for different racial groups. Mind you, this is law school. But said, quote, when it got to white people and the derogatory terms used for white people, Oteng was implying that it's okay to laugh at white slurs because white people don't have any problems. Vivek Ramaswamy said it best. Reverse racism is racism. And I'll reiterate it one more time. The left is loaded with hypocrites, double standards, and flat-out frauds. Welcome to 2024, where it's wrong to be white. And that's The Big Take. The Big Take on Kale & Company. All right, The Big Take this morning. If you want to jump in with thoughts and reactions, you can certainly do so. 855-839-1210 on social media at 1210WPHT. Or, of course, in the comment section on YouTube and The Big Take this morning. Brought to you by Holland Floor Covering, the region's premier flooring dealer. 
Family operated for over 50 years, providing exceptional service and professional installation. Visit their two showrooms in Wayne and Newtown. No charge samples, no obligation estimates. Learn more at hollandfloor.com. We'll come back at thoughts and reactions to that, as well as the RNC saying it's a wrap for Nikki and why Trump doesn't want the RNC's concession. We'll get to that as we continue next on Kale & Company on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. But first, let me tell you about my friends at the Piazza Auto Group. It is January, it's a new year, and they are ringing it in in style and wishing all of you a happy 2024. Piazza excited to welcome two new members to their family of dealerships, Infinity Ardmore and Maserati of the Main Line both located on Lancaster Avenue, where you will receive the same first-class customer experience that you have come to expect from Piazza Premium Automobiles. Find your new or certified pre-owned Infiniti, Maserati, Jaguar, Land Rover, Mercedes-Benz, BMW, and more. Check them out online right now. Do it literally right now during the next commercial break. You'll be glad you did. PiazzaPremiumAutos.com It's Kale and Company On Demand. From Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app. And then there were four. It all comes down uh, to uh, this Sunday. Four teams left. Kansas City at Baltimore. uh, Detroit at San Francisco. When it comes to the NFL playoffs, you've got to win one game at a time. But when you bet the NFL playoffs on FanDuel, a partnership with the Valley Forge Casino, one game can mean a lot of wins. FanDuel is America's number one sports book and it has all your favorite bets like the money line, Point spreads, over-under, so much more. Plus, you can do prop bets, too. Right now, every day, there's an NFL playoff game. FanDuel is giving all customers a no-sweat same-game parlay. That means when you combine all your bets for a chance at an even bigger payday, you'll get bonus bets back if your same-game parlay doesn't hit. All you have to do is go to FanDuel.com slash Greg. FanDuel.com slash Greg right now if you don't already have an account. FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 1210 WPHT. Make every moment more with FanDuel. An official sports book partner of the NFL. 21 and over, President PA. Minimum three-leg parlay required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets, which expire seven days after receipt. Max refund $5, unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms of sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Talk Radio 1210. WPHT. Get us on the free Odyssey app. Watch us live on YouTube. So many good stories to get to. The RNC, we'll get to that in just a moment. James Carville with some really odd comments about Donald Trump. That's coming up. Also, survey says customers have soured on self-checkout at the grocery store and in retail stores across this country. We'll get to that story. Vince McMahon, Bud Light. Also, Eric Adams. Shades of John Fetterman saying social media is an environmental toxin. What's up with all these Democrats that are all of a sudden making sense? All these common sense statements that they're making. Did, did, did Mayor Adams have a stroke too? Did I miss something? <laughs> you th- wait, wait. You think it's a it's an environmental toxin? Well, he's saying it basically about our our youth of today, not necessarily like climate change or anything like that. Yeah, I, I understand. But okay. Yeah, we'll All get right. to, we'll get to that. Okay, we'll get All to right. that. Okay. Um, but you know, I I just I'm still blown away by the Sherelle Parker clip that we played yesterday in the cut sheet, and then I find out that the University of Wisconsin is basically telling people in law school at Wisconsin that yeah, white slurs are okay because white people have no problems. I don't know, Dawn, Greg. I would imagine that there's somebody in our audience listening that's white that maybe is living paycheck to paycheck. That could be a problem. Maybe they have medical or health concerns. Maybe their kid's a pain in the butt. Uh, me, you know, there's all sorts of things out there 
that white. So I know it's 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 going to blow academia away, but not every white person roaming planet Earth is living this white privileged life with a picket fence and a gorgeous yard, eighty thousand dollars sitting in a in an IRA somewhere like. This ridiculous, and this is the thing that bothers me the most, locally and at Wisconsin, like the Sherelle Parker stuff, like I'm, I'm getting a little, like all these speeches are great, what she says she's going to do, and I get it, you've been on the job for, uh, you know, 25 days or whatever, um, but I want I want results now. I'm tired of the SEPTA stories, I'm tired of the shootings, um, white teachers um, are not the problem for crime in this city, uh, having cops that aren't able to do their job and a DA that doesn't prosecute crime is the issue. But then in, in, in Wisconsin, you know, it's bad enough that we have indoctrination in, like, elementary school and high school. But imagine being in law school at 23. Or, and look, some people go to law school later in life, right? You could be 40 years old going to law school. Imagine sitting there as a grown adult with a bachelor's degree or a master's degree already. And, and some schmuck is sitting there telling you it's okay that, uh, you know, white slurs are okay because, you know, white people don't have problems. I'd get, I'd get up and walk out and get my refund back. I'd walk right out of that law school and transfer. What I would do. Well, University of Madison, University of Wisconsin Madison has a special DEI degree. That's where our new DEI head, the twenty five year old who makes hundred and thirty G's that they just hired, she has a special certificate from there. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this is all comes so, connected together. Yeah. All right. So yep. I thought I was just trying to add something. Okay. Little, well there you yeah. go. All right. So you could we could all, I don't know if we could do it by a Zoom degree or if you have to go there in person. <laughs> by a Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> but we could all get yep. that degree and that could uh-huh. tee us up, you know, man, tw- 25 to make that kind of coin. That's pretty good. Not a bad life if you can get it, right? You get that certificate. There you go. The RNC looks like they're ready to give Donald Trump a certificate as they are moving. This is a very big story that came out yesterday in the, I think, the evening hours. The RNC is moving to declare Donald Trump as its presumptive nominee, which I find really interesting. And honestly, it's a foregone conclusion, right? We all realize Nikki Haley has no path. Well, the RNC is now reviewing a draft resolution that, if approved, would declare Donald Trump the party's presumptive 2024 presidential nominee, even as Nikki Haley continues to wage a campaign against the frontrunner and former president. The draft resolution, which was obtained by the dispatch yesterday, was proposed by David Bossie, an RNC committeeman from Maryland and close Trump ally. His effort to put the National Party on a general election footing behind Trump follows RNC chairwoman Ronna McDaniel saying after the former president defeated Haley in Tuesday that it's time for Republicans to unite behind the frontrunner and focus on defeating Joe Biden. They go on to say, quote, resolved that the Republican National Committee hereby declares President Trump as our presumptive 2024 nominee for the office of the president of the United States and from this moment forward moves into full general election mode, welcoming supporters of all candidates as valued members of Team Trump 2024. It's what we've been saying. I know, Dawn, today was the day you were hoping and wanting. I know. Maybe even demanding that Nikki close up shop today. Nikki, it's time. Yep. Uh, Well, the Haley campaign is having none of it. Um, This is from spokeswoman Olivia Perez-Cubas, who said, Who cares what the RNC says? We'll let millions of Republican voters across the country decide who should be our party's nominee, not a bunch of Washington insiders. 
for all of those tracking and doing the math right now, Trump sits with a 32 to 17 delegate lead. Well, I agree with you that she has no path and, you know, it's really kind of pointless for her to be in at this time. Did you see the amount of donations she got? She got another million yesterday. It, it, that's what I mean. It's like, two it's, million it's, since it's, Tuesday. She's, she's being bankrolled. She's being bankrolled. So, like, I don't know. It is if, wild. If you're being bankrolled and you have, you know, these people that are in your corner, I guess fight it out to, you know, fight it out for another day, right? I don't know. I, I mean, with all the money coming in, I mean, people, and take this for what it's worth, because I, I just see these things on social media and report back to you as an esteemed journalist. Wink, wink. Um, everybody's saying that Nikki's basically a Democrat plant at this point, because the, the amount of effort and energy by all of these big-time donors to continue investing such substantial funds into the Nikki Haley campaign, it's like, man, you think the court system and the DOJ want Donald Trump out? I would argue that, and I get it, you know, court indictments and prosecutions are different than dollars donated. But from a financial standpoint, doesn't this just reek of, hey, we'll, we'll burn through any amount of cash we have to to make sure that Donald Trump's not the Republican nominee? That's the feeling I get so far, Dawn. And Trump wants no part of it, by the way, from the RNC. He said no thanks. He basically, and I'll read his truth post in a moment, but he's basically saying, no, we'll solve this in the ballot box. I don't need the RNC saying this thing's over. I'll do it the old-fashioned way. Yeah, and among, so a lot of people, remember, remember Sarah Matthews, who testified against Trump and J6, yeah. made all the claims about you know what what happened it went but it was the hearsay or whatever she she i saw that she had tweeted out done join me in donating to at nikki haley here mm-hmm. um so never trumpers but a lot of democrats and that's and greg had brought up the point the other day about the independent voter and should we be concerned about that but on the other hand look at the write-in campaign that for example joe biden had in new hampshire and so he had a ton of Democrats write that in. So they're pretty much lined up behind him. Mm-hmm. And then a, a lot of other Democrats were switching over and voting to Nikki. I don't think they're voting for Nikki in the general. No. You know what I mean? But I don't know. No. To Greg's point. Yeah. Are all of these a uh, huge number of independents? And is that is that the sliver of information we're looking for as to what could happen in the general? Mm-hmm. I don't have the answer. Trump posting on Truth Social yesterday, while I greatly appreciate the Republican National Committee wanting to make me their presumptive nominee in all caps, and while they have far more votes than necessary to do it, I feel for the sake of party unity that they should not go forward with this plan, but that I do, but that I should do it the old-fashioned way and finish the process off at the ballot box. Thank you to the RNC for the respect and devotion you have shown me, Trump 2024. So that was Trump yesterday on Truth Social. Kind of interesting. Um, he doesn't want the RNC to give them this presumptive victory, but also simultaneously doesn't want to debate Nikki Haley, to which I have said from day one, look, there's no reason for Trump to do any debates against any of these Republicans because the polling shows there's just nothing to gain from it. Obviously, a different story when we get to the general election and it's you know Trump against Joe Biden, presumably. Um, that's where you're absolutely going to want to debate. I will say this, that I believe that Nikki Haley being in the race is showing uh, Trump's weakness with voters in that the independents are, are, are breaking for her. And there are a large swath of Republicans that are going for her. So, um, you know, we said this before, will they at, you know, during a general uh, 
turn back and vote for him. I, who knows? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't think so. So um, if he needs to make up any ground, I believe it's with, you know, that faction of the Republican Party and the independents if he wants to win the election. And suburban women. I mean, suburban women, if you think about it, you go back and you look at the 2020 data, some of the real clear politics websites, the you know, the sites that have a lot of the data driven metrics, you know, the deep wonky type of stuff. Uh, suburban college educated women outside of Philadelphia. So, you know, Bucks County, Montgomery County, things like that in Georgia, another swing state outside of the Atlanta City area in the suburbs in Wisconsin, outside of Milwaukee, uh, also in Arizona on the suburbs of Phoenix, and also in Michigan, in the suburbs outside of Detroit, Michigan. Those are areas that maybe lead, they were basically, I'm not saying they were all in, but if you look at the numbers, Trump did much better with that demographic in 2016 than he did 2020. If he can win some of those women back in 2024, now I don't know if he can post Roe v. Wade, but that might be the recipe and the secret ingredient to get a victory. I would argue right now, too, by the way, that Trump, from a VP standpoint, if in fact it matters, find somebody that can get you a swing state victory. And I think a female is more important than an African-American male. Well, that was going, you know, yesterday there was all this chatter because everybody, I think everybody does love to talk about who could be the Veep. And so Marco Rubio's name keeps coming up and people were pointing out, well, he's from Florida. He's Cuban. He doesn't necessarily deliver the Hispanic vote. I love Sarah, you know, I've said all along, I love, love Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I just do. So she's my choice, Lee Stefanik. And then, and then of course, Gabby, um, um, uh, Tulsi Gabbard, Gabbard. excuse me. I almost called her Gabby, Tulsi Gabbard. She was on, and people were talking about her. I'll just point you to the RNC reportedly that resolution that he's the presumptive nominee. Did you read this? His true social post? Yeah, just did. From last night about the presumptive nominee. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you know, he wants that party unity. And so I think that was a good statement. Yeah. I I would also argue, as we wrap up this conversation, uh, if Trump could find, and now you're going to be playing the identity politics card. That's what you'll be accused Mm -hmm. of. But you know what? If you have to do it to win, so be it. Um, If if Trump could find an African-American female in a swing state that's a Republican with pedigree, that's got skins on the wall and accomplishments, and one that could talk Kamala Harris under the table... Trump's your winner in 2024, if that person exists. 855-839-1210, the phone number. Coming up next, we'll wrap up the first hour. James Carville says Donald Trump can win the election if he's, quote, treated like a normal candidate. What in the world does that mean? The details next on Kale & Company. Real Philly sports fans, I know you love the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. It's the only online casino and sportsbook app. I ever recommend, and for good reason, 24-7 live casino action. Just download the Bet Parks app right now. All your favorite casino games right at your fingertips. Plus, you bet on pro football playoffs right now. All your favorite sports, Philly hoops, Philly hockey, college basketball, so much more odds, bets, slots, and games right in the palm of your hand. The casino comes to wherever you are. Play the hottest online slots or play blackjack, roulette, baccarat, or Texas Hold'em with a live dealer right on your phone. Get winning on the Bet Parks app. It's so simple. If I can use it, you know what I say. 
Anybody can use it if I can use it. New users, join me right now. Join, just download the app. You get up to $1,000 in casino bonus back if you're not a winner in your first 24 hours. All the details are right there on the Bet Parks app or at betparks.com, P-A-R-X. New users only. Casino bonus must be wagered. Terms and conditions apply. You must be 21 in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the Kale & Company Podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and on the free Odyssey app. So much good stuff to get to on today's program. We're going to get to James Carville to kick off hour number two. He's been on a weird one lately. Remember, he was uh, last week. We were talking about Donald Trump with a little bit of the blood on the hands. We were wondering if they were sores from, you know, golfing or they were paper cuts. And James Carville made a, a tongue-in-cheek comment. Oh, it's syphilis. I think he was joking, uh, but that was pretty odd. And now he's saying that Donald Trump can win the election if he's treated like a normal candidate. We'll get to that to kick off hour number two after Dawn gets to the news. Uh, what's on the cut sheet coming up just less than an hour from now at 745. Also, some great stories um, with customer surveys on the souring of self-checkout. Vince McMahon, a major bombshell sex trafficking accusation for the former CEO of the WWE. We'll get to that story. Uh, Bud Light, the NFL, the Super Bowl in the news as well, uh, and a plenty of other good stories. Also, have you guys been paying attention? Uh, and we'll do this in the 9 o'clock hour after the cut sheet. Have you seen the story of the three Kansas City Chiefs fans what a, what that a, mysteriously yeah. died? Crazy story, that is. That is bizarre. It really is. It, there was four of them. Three of them die, and now the father of one of the deceased thinks the fourth is up to some shenanigans, and there's some funny business going on here. They were drugged or something, yeah. is what he's saying. Yeah, They're awaiting autopsy results Wow, right now. What a story, and we will get into that a little bit coming up in the 9 o'clock Crazy hour. story. It really is. Uh, so all of that's still on tap this morning. 855-839-1210 to climb in. We'll come back. We'll get to the news. And then we've got to pick apart James Carville, because I read this story uh, on foxnews.com, and legitimately every quote that he utters in regards to Trump, I completely disagree with, and we'll break that down when we come back. Nick, Don, and Greg, Hour 2 is on the way. Kale and Company, Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Start your day with Kale and Company, weekday mornings 6 till 10, on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app.